How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm Jen Smith, your host, and today we're diving into a topic that many of us can relate to at some point in our careers, which is reigniting your energy or your passion for your job or career path. It is common to feel like your role has become stagnant or unfulfilling, but the good news is that you don't necessarily have to make a drastic change like leaving your job or finding a new organization to really find that spark again. So in today's episode, we'll explore some practical steps you can take to redesign your role, reboot, celebrate your accomplishments, and ultimately leading you to a more satisfying and engaging career. Now picture this, you might be able to relate. Imagine waking up each morning to the piercing sound of your alarm clock, signaling the start of another monotonous workday. As you drag yourself out of bed, the weight of your job settles on your shoulders like a heavy burden. The once promising career you embarked on now feels like a never-ending treadmill with each day blending into the next. You trudge through your morning routine. Your mind is already occupied by the looming deadlines and the tedious tasks and the uninspired meetings that await you. If you're commuting, your commute to the office is a blur of traffic jams and crowded public transportation, and it's just adding to this growing sense of frustration. And then once you're at work, you find yourself surrounded by disengaged colleagues in a stagnant work environment. The enthusiasm you once had for your job has completely dwindled and has been replaced for this yearning for something more meaningful. You're craving more excitement and energy in your days. As the hours drag on, you count down the minutes until it's time to leave and you can't help but daydream about a different career path or something that's more aligned and brings back the joy into your day-to-day. But the fear of change and uncertainty and the the unknown is holding you back and it's trapping you in this cycle of dissatisfaction. Stuck in your job, you feel like you're just kind of surviving, like getting through the day on autopilot, going through the motions without truly living. 
Each day, that spark of inspiration grows dimmer and your potential remains untapped. You're feeling empty. It's this feeling of maybe being confined or disconnected and just you're ready to ignite that energy again. I get it, my friends. Even as I'm sharing these ideas, I can feel it deep in my body. I remember that alarm clock going off at 5.08 and the first word out of my mouth was a curse word. I remember getting into an office. I used to call it my mole hole. It was down this dark hallway with these really awful colors on the wall. And it just felt so uninspiring and stagnant. And I totally get it. And I've been there and so have many of our beloved community members. But the good news is that there are some things that you can do to reignite the spark without jumping into a career change process or a job search. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The number one thing that I would suggest if you are feeling this at a visceral level is to redesign your role or learn something new. So don't assume that you have to leave your job or your organization to create a more fulfilling work experience. There are often opportunities right under your nose that you might not have explored yet. One approach is maybe volunteering to take on a new project or a task that exposes you to different aspects of your organization. So you can step outside your comfort zone, and this can be a really powerful way to reignite some energy with your organization and with your job. Another strategy is to collaborate with colleagues and explore if you can participate in different teams or take ownership of something different. Maybe you could swap projects or responsibilities with one of your colleagues. Sometimes a change like that is a change in perspective, and that's all you need. So an example comes to mind. I'm going to share an example of a actually a former colleague that I worked with years ago. So Jonathan had been working in the HR department of a medium-sized tech company for several years. He enjoyed a lot of the aspects of his job, but he was feeling like he was stuck in a rut and the role that he was in in HR had become somewhat monotonous. He contemplated looking for a new job. He called me up. We talked about it. He assumed that was the only way to reignite energy in his career. However. John really liked the company that he worked for and they were growing. So before making any drastic decisions, I encouraged him to explore different opportunities within his current organization. So here's what we came up with. First, he approached his manager with a proposal to get involved with a new HR initiative. He expressed interest in employee development and suggested that he could lead a training program for new team leaders on effective leadership and communication. His manager loved this idea and gave him the green light to go ahead and proceed. Then he realized that his role didn't have to be confined solely just to HR, especially working in a startup that was growing. So he started working with other departments and particularly the marketing team to help create an employer branding campaign in order to attract new talent. So this exposure to different areas of the business really broadened his perspective. It gave him a sense of creativity and helped bring in new top talent to the organization. And that's a space within HR that he had never worked on. 
Another thing you wanted to do was take ownership of projects that aligned his goals and his talents. So he asked about revamping the company's onboarding process to make it more engaging and informative. So their onboarding process was pretty much non-existent and he raised his hand and wanted to take ownership of revamping that process from start to finish. His proposal was accepted and he led the project, implemented new strategies that significantly improved the onboarding experience. So as John became more involved in these new opportunities and projects, he noticed a remarkable shift in his energy and fulfillment. His role had evolved into something he was genuinely excited about. He found himself excited to come to work each day, knowing that he was making a meaningful contribution, not only to the HR department, but to the entire organization. So this experience illustrates how you can redesign your role within your current organization to discover greater fulfillment in your job. And so by taking the initiative and seeking out new challenges and expressing your career goals and ideas and talents, you can really revitalize your career and find a renewed sense of passion and purpose right where you are. I personally remember doing this in an organization where I worked with a couple colleagues across the organization outside of HR to get our wellness team up and running. Obviously, wellness is something that I'm super passionate about. Our site did not have any type of wellness focus, yet we were working in biotechnology. And so we got together and ignited this incredible wellness initiative where we brought experts in and we did on-site yoga and we had different taste tests with fresh ingredients. And we even... Um, raised a whole bunch of money to put a walking path around the facility. So remember that sometimes the most significant career transformations begin with small and proactive steps, and that can lead to almost an entirely new role or even expanded opportunities within your organization. Another idea to reignite the spark in your career is to seek out inspirational people. Our work relationships profoundly affect how we feel about our jobs. Energy is contagious, so it's beneficial to surround yourself with energetic individuals, whether in the office or in professional networking groups and activities. So you could attend professional events and connect with peers who share the same type of passion and enthusiasm for their careers. Sharing your goals with others can rejuvenate your sense of purpose and expose you to different facets or new ideas of your job that you haven't thought about. On the other hand, maybe you could inspire others. So if you've been at your job for a while, you've probably gained some specialized knowledge or skills. So you could consider sharing those skills with a teammate. Engaging in these types of conversations can give you a more positive perception of your current work. You could also become a mentor to a new employee or maybe an intern. Leveraging your experience to help others at work usually requires little cost and no effort, but it can really help someone else as they're getting started. If you do consider offering to mentor or teach new colleagues, not only does this help you grow and deepen your skills, but it can really infuse a sense of meaning and purpose into your everyday tasks. 
I have a very special episode dedicated to mentorship with Philip Wilkerson, and I'll add that to the show notes. These points make me think of a recent beloved who is an engineer and she was feeling a little bit stagnant in her role. And so she attended a local engineering conference where she met some different people from various engineering disciplines and engaging in those conversations about these new and innovative projects and the excitement for their field really reignited her enthusiasm. She also joined a mentorship uh, program through the engineering within her organization, where she mentors a junior engineer. Sharing her knowledge and expertise helps this junior engineer grow and brings a fresh sense of purpose and energy to her daily tasks. So she realized that mentoring has added this new layer of meaning to her work, and she feels more connected now to the engineering community than she did before. So by actively seeking out colleagues and engaging with like-minded professionals, she has new enthusiasm for her career without making a change, and it's making it more fulfilling for her. Not to mention, attending conferences, seminars, or webinars related to your field in itself can provide inspiration and new ideas. Maybe even take it a step further and craft a proposal to your manager to attend an industry event in a new city. So getting out of the office to travel can certainly spark new energy. And as a proactive professional, one of the most valuable actions you can take is to propose to your manager the idea of attending a conference in a new city. When you propose this idea to your manager, you definitely want to emphasize the benefits that it can bring to both you and the company. So here's a couple points to consider. First, explain that attending the conference allows you to stay up to date with industry uh, trends, especially technological advancements and best practices, and that these insights can significantly enhance your skill set and contribute to your overall professional development. Sharing of knowledge. So emphasize that conferences are not just about receiving, but also sharing your expertise, setting yourself to be a leader in the industry, presenting your own research or insights at a conference can boost your credibility and establish you as a thought leader in your field and for your company. New knowledge and skills that you acquire at a conference can be directly applied to projects, which could increase productivity and efficiency and lead to potential business collaborations or partnerships that might benefit your company's growth. Not to mention that many conferences offer even more tangible takeaways, such as reports or presentations, materials that can often be shared with you and your team, which just multiplies the benefits of you attending an industry conference. So when making your proposal, be prepared to provide specific details about the conference, including the dates, the location, the agenda, the costs. And if you present a well thought out plan that demonstrates your commitment to making the most of the opportunity, my guess is that it's going to be an easy yes. And by proposing travel to a new city for a conference, you're not only showing your dedication to personal and professional growth, but also your commitment to contributing to 
to your organization. It's a win-win situation that can ignite a fresh energy in your career, boost your skills, and bring new ideas and perspectives back to your team. This is a big deal in today's world of work. I dedicated an entire episode to upskilling and reskilling, which I will add to the show notes. Okay, so we've talked about redesigning your role, seeking out inspirational people, including mentoring others, as well as attending events. Another idea that has always helped me when I felt like I was in a rut is to celebrate your accomplishments. Celebrating your accomplishments is a powerful way to revitalize your career, and it's so easy. I recently did this. I was feeling like I was in a little bit of a rut after the holidays. So I got back to my simple practice of keeping an I did it list each day. So at the end of each workday, I jotted down everything that I accomplished, no matter how small or how routine it was. And that practice not only boosted my emotional well-being, but also provided me with clarity on tasks that I really enjoyed doing the most. And so after about a week and a half or so of doing this, I reviewed my list and noticed that I felt really fulfilled with helping others on interview prep. It's just one of those things that I really enjoy helping with. And I know it's something that so many people struggle with. So this reflection prompted me to seek out more opportunities to help others with interviewing. So if you need help, let me know. (laughs) And by celebrating daily accomplishments and focusing on what brings you joy, I rekindled enthusiasm for my work and it helped me take more intentional steps to the experiences that I felt the most fulfilling about. Okay, so if you've explored all these ideas and nothing is sticking, I wanna mention that it might be time for you to take a break. Sometimes stepping away for even just a short period of time can provide a fresh perspective and renewed energy. I recently saw a post online that talked about making the most of your PTO or your paid time off. So they had a calendar and you can do this yourself. Go through the calendar and schedule your time off around company holidays. So company holidays like Martin Luther King Day or President's Day or Memorial Day, adding a day or two around each of these holidays can really give you a nice little break without taking too much of your time off. And it gives you something to look forward to. Sometimes you might even need a more extended break. So I've seen a bunch of companies offering sabbaticals now within their benefits. But even if your company doesn't offer it, you can bring up the idea with your manager. I did this and it worked. And I've shared my experience in a previous podcast, which I'll add to the show notes. But taking an extended period of time away from work can really clear your head and bring you back much more rejuvenated and excited for the day-to-day. Lastly, I can't help but mention as a career change coach, if you've explored these strategies and you still find yourself stuck in a job that brings you no joy, it might be time to consider a more significant change. But don't worry, you are not alone in this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. 
And to help you get started, I have a free career change checklist and we'll add that to the show notes. It'll guide you through the essential steps to make a successful transition and find a job that genuinely resonates with your aspirations. And remember, change is possible and your happiness and fulfillment are worth pursuing. So as we wrap up today's episode, I wanna leave you with this. Your career doesn't have to be a fixed, unchanged entity, especially when you're feeling like you're in a rut. Falling back in love with your career is an introspective experience. Understanding yourself is the initial step towards leading more fulfillment. By taking proactive steps to redesign your role, celebrate your accomplishments, and surround yourself with inspirational people, you can rediscover your career passion and find renewed fulfillment in your job. Remember that it's all about taking small incremental steps that lead to a more satisfying and enjoyable career path. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you found this episode valuable, please consider sharing it with your colleagues and friends. Stay tuned for more discussions on navigating the world of work and finding your career inspiration. I'll talk to you next time. 